David Fales, quarterback, San Jose State. Um, he was a guy that both me and you were really, really high on coming into this year. I had him him graded as a pretty high first rounder. I think at like eighty nine something, still up uh still up on the website, but very I really, really, really liked him coming into this year. Um thought he was the most advanced passer of all the quarterbacks, attacks all levels of the field very, very well. Um and then went into uh, to grade for this year and thought thought that it was going to be kind of a similar situation with Taj Boyd where we were just a little bit too high on him because his draft stock just, you know, has really seemed to, to plummet as the year has gone on um, for, for a bunch of various reasons. We'll hit on all of them, but... Yeah, I I mean I still he still ended up I still ended up grading him as a second rounder and everything that I that I said about him before that I like about his game is all still still true and apparent. You yeah, know, um I kind of feel like it fell into the trap. Like um I know you and I both kind of shying away from that first round grade. And he's not a first round quarterback. We will mention this about a hundred times over, but we over projected everyone a little bit. But um I don't know. He's a guy. Um, he passes the threshold in terms of arm strength, uh, but it's apparent that he needs people around him. I mean, he lost Grigsby. Grigsby got hurt. His high receiver, um, Quisenberry, his left tackle left. Um, Otten left. I understand none of these guys are elite talents, but he was just kind of in his own last year, and it really worked. And there's some tape this year that's just not quite on par with what some of the things he did last year. But at the same time, you actually sit down and look at him. Um, he, his game might have even progressed a bit. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what the problem is with him is he's an old quarterback. I think he's already 24 years old. So he's he's literally, you know, a man against boys out there. And this is something that, that the Rotoviz uh, guys have been trying to hit on for and they're going into their second year now, but age is really, really, really important for prospects. It's very, very rare for older quarterback prospects to to have any, you know, any long term success in the league. And you know, you can read their work. Their work is awesome, um, and they get into it a lot about. And that's uh, like I said, it's a focus of what of their work this year too. And they're focusing on it from for wide receivers. But age does matter with prospects. And um, I'm not going to say that he regressed. Like like you said, those talents that he lost around him were not all world, but they were they were still pretty pretty damn good. Um, but I still think he carried their offense, and he he still had a really really good year. Not quite as good, um, and just so the problem that you see there is just the lack of overall physical talent. I mean, he's kind of a small guy. He's not overly athletic. He's your he's the stereotypical undersized white quarterback that's really really accurate that people you know want to over project every year whether it's you know Matt Barkley or like I said it, was, it just seems like we have one one of them every year he but he's not he's not Matt Barkley he's not Colt McCoy and the reason why I say that is because he's so good and so he's consistently good and he shows the ability to make the th- the hard throws over and over in the intermediate area of the field um and you know what? He, he, like I said he passes the threshold, but you're never going to confuse him for having a great arm, but he's still willing to pull the trigger in tight windows, and it's not right. like a Garoppolo situation where I felt the further he went down the field, the ball kind of hung up in the air, and it got 
batted down in the NFL because that is the ball placement he has at times just crazy. It's it, only his receiver can make a play. Right, and and like I said, he throws to difficult areas of the field. Um, like he's really, really good at throwing, you know, the intermediate comeback, throwing back shoulder fades. He's really, really good at just throwing fades in general. Um, like I said, he tests all areas of the field. It's not like he's a he's an, a dink and dunk quarterback that throws a bunch of screens or anything. He he works the a real drop back passing game and works every single area of the field and throws to every single area of the field. And it's really, really impressive to watch. If you do watch the the San Diego State game, um, that's where you do see his his arm and athletic limitations a little bit. I mean, you could just tell in that game that his compromised velocity is is horrible. It's it's absolutely terrible. Like if he can't get all the way into the throw and, and get his full body into it, it's just it's gonna die out because he doesn't transfer his weight from his feet at all. That's also something that. Exactly, yeah. That we uh, we talked about over the summer with him is see, wanting to see him progress in his footwork and his weight transfer because right now he just throws with all arm and, and it really really limits him right now. So has the potential to get a, to improve his velocity in the NFL. Like I said, if he starts transferring his weight better, but he's never going to be a guy that's going to be able to make a throw with like a defender hanging off of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, he doesn't have that same kind of. Mettenberger quality, where if he's compromised, he can still swing it. But um, right, I don't know. I guess in summary or in conclusion with him, um, like we said, old, physically maxed out, not very tall, but at that same point, most of his film is top notch. Um, his good film is probably just second to Bridgewater. But yeah, you that... do have you do have to factor in those physical limitations, right? And that's something that I actually tweeted out a couple nights ago when I had gotten done grading him is if you don't get Bridgewater and Bridgewater is your style of quarterback that you like, then fails is probably your best arbitrage ploy where you don't, I mean, or if you don't, you know, you don't want to spend that premium pick on Bridgewater, you can get fail. I mean, I don't think he's going to go very high in the draft, probably on day three. I've got him, like I said, I got him graded out as a second rounder. I think you were like borderline second, third, like late second, yeah, early third. I am, I am yeah, so... Um, but no, if you had to take a guess, where would you say he would go in the draft? Probably in the fourth round, I would guess. Yeah, I would say the fourth in the draft. So, I mean, if you if you miss out on Bridgewater or you don't want to spend, like, a, a premium first-round pick on him and, you know, this is a pretty loaded draft, it, it seems to... as it seems to be bearing out. So, then Fails is probably your best, your best shot at, at getting something similar to that. He's not the same athlete Bridgewater is doesn't have quite the same arm, um, especially in terms of compromise velocity. I mean, people are knocking Bridgewater's arm, but his, his compromise velocity is still much, much, much better than Fails's. But, um, yeah, Fails is probably your best uh, your best shot at, at if you just want that, right, like a drop-back style passer that's very, very, very advanced. Even Like, probably as advanced as a passer as I've seen in college football since I've been doing this. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely right. Um and I think what you want to do with him, since he's going to go in that range, he would be a either a nice double-down quarterback or someone you're looking to just try and possibly step in at some point, especially if you're a weak. The, the name that pops out to me a lot with him is uh, Brian Hoyer. Uh, not exactly the same person, but just the fact that if he comes in and the situation is right, obviously he had... Hoyer got hurt, but he had a hot streak where 
Browns were almost willing to say, you know what, we don't need a quarterback. He can play. So I think he can be that similar type of player if everything works out for him. But that's the thing. He is kind of dependent on the talent around him. So... Yeah, totally. And you can, I mean, you could totally see the wide range of outcomes, too. I mean, we've talked to Justice about it, and Justice has said that he really doesn't see a whole lot of difference between Fails and Matt Flynn. And then um, Hank Hank, uh, Hank Jones it has gone so far as to say that his ceiling is Drew Brees. So, I mean, either way that you go, I mean, Flynn has been bad since that since that that one, you know, little run that he had yeah, in green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like I said, um, I think he's better than Flynn. But and I don't know if his ceiling is quite Drew Brees. But it he's on that he's on that spectrum of passer. That's you know that gives you a pretty good idea of what he is.